If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger's my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger's my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? How is it that humans are the only ones that need hot water? Humans are the only ones that need hot water? Yeah, like when the hot water heater is out or when you can't boil water, like humanity is screwed. But I've never seen an animal like not get by because it didn't have hot water. Like animals those, aren't boiling their water. There's those monkeys that hang out in hot springs. So there you go, I think. <laughs> Point debunked. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that they need it. They just, although maybe because it, it's really cold. But do you think they're like going there because they need to get a shower and they're, they're just up on off? like, yeah, they just hang out in these hot springs up on these snowy mountains, maybe just to get a break from it being cold all the time. Wait, 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 wait. Can you back this up? Probably. Why do we need hot water? Tea, coffee, showers, no, clothes. It's not a need, it's a want. Why? Oh, fine. If that's your <laughs> rebuttal, why? Hold on. Okay, sure. I have a question. Yeah. Yes. Why are humans the only species that wants hot water? Well, I don't know if animals do. Now have you, you don't have any. Have you asked the animals? I have never seen them ha use it except for this. Except Glenn rare. just mentioned. Well, I, I mean, so hot water at some point was for like sterilizing things, right? Like there was a purpose for it other than. It feels nice on my skin. Well, I'm assuming, especially when I think you the were sterilizing heating. came probably a lot later. Well, but you would use it. I mean, I, mean, like, I guess for cooking or for you know what I mean. Like, okay, yeah, so this been, is what I'm. This is what I'm imagining. You've been cooking for a pretty long time. But what I'm saying but is, not givens, but not Gibbons. But what I'm monkeys. We but don't what I'm know saying yet. is, a if your question is why do people cook while animals don't, that's a whole other question, right? Well, that wasn't my question, but you were asking for an example. But that's what else do you need? The hot. Do you only take cold showers? Okay, but originally when people first started keeping warm water around. Just keep like, in mind that I didn't have around. a big argument to make. I was just curious <laughs> about it. But if I you want to make an argument, I will stand up for my <laughs> now just recently invented point. Ugh. No, because I'm just confused about the idea that we need the water. Like, we all very much like hot water, but do we need it right now? Are you, is, are you all saying this isn't interesting at all? Like, I, I'm trying to think away. of more animal examples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's I, animals that need like to live in warm water. Mm -hmm. They can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like fish and stuff. There's like, But that water, I mean, that's not like warm water. Uh, no, Certainly I mean, not like are. the temperature there's, there's my like, wife likes her shower. No. There's like little sea creatures that live near volcanic vents. Mm. Yeah, that's that's hot. true. Are you an amateur naturalist, Glenn? Because no, you're coming I'm off of that. Here, you've got, you watch a lot of discovery writing. Got it. Is, it, is this a good time to, introduce, to, can, to get off this, yeah, this is, dumb topic? This will be cut anyways. Well, let I mean, me let me okay, introduce. Did you, have, you have a job. Yes. This is episode 98 of Various Breads and Butters. That's right. With me, that just said that's right, is Penn Brickhouse Cohen. <laughs> I'm Simon Portmantonev. Our producer, summer team, is Liam Perdiam O'Donnell. And our very special guest in studio today is Glenn Tickle, who is a local stand-up comedian, managing editor of the Humor, Humor Weekly. and Founder. Founder, right? Yeah, yeah, and all around. It's good real guy. easy to start websites. <laughs> you just got a Squarespace or something like that. Uh, WordPress. Oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Name cheap. Yeah, yeah. Now you, now you're also you're also local. 
You did you were you born in Phillipsburg? Uh, I was born at Dover Hospital in oh, New Jersey, and then moved moved to uh, the greater Phillipsburg area. I think I was two. So you've been uh, you've been in this area longer than any of the people in this room, arguably too long. <laughs> and I would leave it at the drop of a hat, but my wife works. Uh, she's a state employee because she's a librarian. Oh, okay. So. Uh, to, to keep her job, she has to live in New Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I, th- I think I heard about that. Like people—that's uh, yeah. true about teachers too. Yeah, right? that they have yeah. To live it's in any state. any state employees. The idea was, if we pass this law where everybody has to live, all the all the people who work for the state have to live in the state, mm-hmm. then it'll stop all this money from going out of state from people, yeah. you know, in PA and stuff. But in effect, it was oh well, now we can't hire any teachers because no one they'll just all the everybody just went to Pennsylvania instead <laughs> essentially. For those of you who aren't living here in the Lehigh Valley, you should know that Phillipsburg is right across the river from Easton, where we are right now. The Delaware now. River. The Delaware River. I'm just more interested. Like, how did how is this a topic that you're that you two are discussing? Like, uh, oh yeah, I heard about that. How I librarians did. have to work in New who Jersey. T- oh, yeah. I think you you need to elevate the intro. Uh huh. Like local comedian, Glenn Tickle, uh-huh. all-star writer, performer, uh-huh. uh, like a real cherished member. <laughs> and we got him on the show. You should, like, you we should had have to, scripted it for me. We, ha- I know. We had to go through John Hodgman to get him. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Like we had to waste all this time interviewing him on the show mm-hmm. and, yeah. and spending money to go see him <laughs> just so we could get you on the show. He's a, he's a good first step <laughs> to finding me. Now, you've been, you've been doing stand-up for almost 10 years now, right? Uh, yes. Yeah? I started... I want to say 2009, but my memory's trash, so like <laughs> eight, eight or nine years. Yeah. Did you start in like the this area, or did you have to travel? Like, uh, yeah, I started in Bethlehem. Okay. Uh, because there's not a lot in Phillipsburg, which is why I want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't move far. I would move to like Bethlehem, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's just nothing. Yeah. At what age does one decide they're going to be a comedian, and what do your parents say? I'm trying. I'm trying to work backwards. I'm old. I'm 34, which mm-hmm. I think is old enough to forget how old I am. Mm-hmm. I need to think about it for a second. You got to do the math. So I'm like, how old was I in 2009? Mm-hmm. 26. Uh, I I tried it once in college and did real bad. Mm-hmm. I tend to only pursue things that I'm good at. Uh, so Sick. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I tried it. I don't ever have to do that again. Um, but then I was thinking about it more and more because I went to school for film. Mm-hmm. Um, and where was that? At Ramapo College in okay. Bergen County, New Jersey, yeah. which is north, west, northeast of Phillipsburg. Good, good, more geography. Um, yes, we'll have a map with the show yeah. notes. Yeah, but after I graduated film school, I didn't have access to camera equipment anymore, mm-hmm. so I didn't have that outlet. <laughs> so I would, I would still write stuff, but getting anything produced, especially in Phillipsburg, is tough. <laughs> Yeah, and then I started seeing signs for open mics and stuff, and I saw a lot of stand-ups were getting hired for writing jobs that I wasn't getting. So I was like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll give that another shot. And then I, yeah, because yeah, I would apply for uh, a bunch of different stuff, internships and stuff at, at studios. We're going to people that I knew that were also stand-ups. So I was like, oh, maybe that looks good on a resume. Hmm. So were you like hanging out with a lot of stand-ups? No. Well, you, you had like a day job too. Yeah, I, I did until... Uh, earlier this year when and we mutually <laughs> agreed that I shouldn't have that job anymore. And what was the job? Uh, I was writing for a site called Laughing Squid, which oh, okay. uh, is actually, that's probably, we were, we were talking before, mm-hmm. uh, I think the show officially started about weird animal stuff, and that's probably where I learned a lot of it. it okay. they, uh, <laughs> everyone assumes from the name that it's like a comedy site, mm-hmm. and it's not. They pull stuff from like just interesting things from around the internet mm-hmm. uh, on any given day, which now there's like a thousand sites that yeah. do that but when it i mean it's as far as websites go it's super old i think it's almost 20 years mm. 
Um, so when it started, that was like a really novel idea. So it's built up a pretty good following. Mm-hmm. But they wrote about all kinds of stuff. I would write about comedy, but the things I was writing were not necessarily comedy. Interesting. And they paid you. Yeah. Like you get paid for that. Yeah. That's a great <laughs> a job. job. It was a great job. Because um, the other thing I liked about it was I it was entirely from home, mm-hmm. uh, which meant I could do it from the road if I was traveling. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did a bunch of college shows in the fall last year and I was gone for like, I tried to schedule it where I was only gone for about a week because I have a um, wife and a, a young daughter. So I didn't want to be gone for too long. So I'd be, I would basically leave for a week, come home for a little bit, leave for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the weeks that I was gone, I would maybe miss a day's worth of work because mm-hmm. it was real flexible. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, which is good because I can work from hotel rooms or like stop in McDonald's while I'm driving from one place to another and bang out some posts. They got Wi-Fi at McDonald's now. Yeah. They do. What a world. I think uh, we watched The Founder last week. Mm-hmm. I watched well, it last night. Uh, I, the, the family found it very enjoyable. But then we wanted like a whole bunch of sequels of when they got the McFlurry and when <laughs> McDonald's got Wi-Fi. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> like, that, I'm sure that'll happen. The Founder, Volume 7, mm-hmm. when McDonald's got Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I would watch a short series on the McRib. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. They it would make have to be a the series. McRib when pork prices fall below, like when the, the pork futures <laughs> prices falls sure. below a certain line, that's when the McRib comes But how back. did they figure that out? That's what I'm going to say. Uh, well, it, in, in the founder, they talked about the big deal with the milkshakes was everybody was spending too much on refrigerating the ice cream, mm-hmm. so they had the, the powdered, and it was saving everybody money because the margin was too thin, so with the McRib... To have it all the time, mm-hmm. they would be losing money. So they wait until pork prices fall, and then it becomes profitable for a few weeks. We're and learning then, so much. I think it's the same for the fillet of fish. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think that's I think that's all the time. Now. That's all the time, yeah. and that's also not fish. But I think the I think the <laughs> McRib drives the pork prices up when it comes back. So that's why it's only for a limited oh, time, man. and they can't really say it's wow. it's never like oh it'll be back for a month. It's Wow. It's kind of so people are like waiting for the McRib to come out and then they will just jump on it. (laughs) Is it the same for prices of shamrocks? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like when March comes around? Just grind those things up. I have, and one of my, this is similar to my Our House in the Middle of the Street confusion. Mm -hmm. But when I was a kid, it was very exciting when they would update the number of how many burgers sold on our local McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah. Like this restaurant alone has sold a billion hamburgers. Yeah. You didn't really. I did because it was in the millions then. And I, you know, if you're 10 and it says sold over 50 million, I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know how long this, how much that is. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think it was Do you the have individual. the impression that there's some intelligence that I had? Because <laughs> that wouldn't I'm, be true. I'm confused a little bit. I just, now I want to like give you tests and things. Just... I didn't think it was the individual store that sold that many hamburgers, but I did think they had a mechanism in the sign to keep ticking that number up. And Can that was like. How can I? Can I help? It was like it was live action. Yeah, like, like yeah. you would be in Denver and you'd yeah. buy a burger, and, and then like, well, that was it. <laughs> yeah, See, like the debt clock in New York. But yeah, exactly. exactly. Speaking of Denver, Liam, if I can uh, help you with one more example. Oh, no. <laughs> Denver's I, west. I, of- I was afraid uh, to ever go to Mile High Stadium because it was way too high. <laughs> like I thought the stadium. I didn't really have a sense of how long All those the mile stairs. was. So I thought, this is the biggest stadium in the world. Huh. It, it was really much later until it dawned on so me. So you just thought it was like a, a tower? I thought it was a very, <laughs> very tall stadium. Yeah. It's not like I'd ever been there, and they just called it that. There's like, there's stairs going around These it. aren't things I'm proud of, but... And if someone hits a home run... <laughs> I mean, it's brave oh of you gosh. to admit. Yeah. I really thought you were going to go at some sort of Denver airport riff. I was getting really stoked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's no, another I episode. also edit the episode, so I'll probably just cut it all out. Yeah. <laughs> anything that, anything or I'll just, I'll just slot it around, like Liam said it all. 
so Glenn, when you started stand oh, yeah, in yeah. college, Get, getting back on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about me more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, what? Now, what was your inspiration to do that? Or and did you have you know early comic inspirations like? In your... uh, I always liked comedy. That's why mm-hmm. I tried it yeah. in college, mm-hmm. and then uh, was bad. There were I went. I did a semester at Seton Hall, mm-hmm. and there was an open mic in the dorms uh, that I didn't do. And then when I went to, I transferred to Ramapo, and mm-hmm. there was. You could get in and out of the city really easily, so we'd go and I did it at uh, a club in New York while I was interning at a, mm-hmm. a film studio there, and did real bad. Cause <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm funny. I write funny stuff for so did you film like, classes all the time. I'll just go up and say funny things." You know, were you pre- <laughs> did you have like, you like a list of things? To nah, pre- didn't no. just winged it um, wow. and badly at that. They started doing a, a show called Improvised Stand Up at Steel Stacks in uh-huh. Bethlehem, where it's that, but on purpose. Oh, okay. Uh, so everyone knows what's going on, as opposed to when I did it, it was just uh, just a fat idiot uh, <laughs> doing a bad job of stand up. Do you uh, remember any of your first jokes? Uh, no, I don't think I had any. I don't. I don't remember it. I remember going in, not being particularly nervous. And then it going real bad, like suddenly getting very nervous. Because no one was no one yeah. was reacting. When I was getting no reaction, <laughs> uh, then I just kind of blacked out. <laughs> like I don't I don't have any remem- me- uh, memory of how it went. Well, if anyone out there recorded that stand up, yeah, email if anybody us remembers various gmail dot com with the video file. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I, I. People ask me like how to get started, and so I'm like, just go do open mics. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, won't I? Won't? But what if I'm bad? No one cares. It's an open mic. Like. <laughs> You pretty much made it past that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now, especially since at open mics, you're so often just performing for other comedians. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really bombing for an audience. I did a sh- uh, there's a an open mic at the Alternative Gallery in Allentown, and it's every Sunday night, and they have comics and and bands and stuff. And this comic, uh, I forget his name, or I would call him out specifically. He, he came up from he came up from I think Lancaster, and he. Didn't do well, but he was like really beating himself up nope. over. He's like, I bombed. Like, oh, I can't believe I did that bad. But there were four people in the room. <laughs> so, like, there's no, like, there's no. That's how did you think it was going to go? <laughs> the four of us were just going to rally and carry you out yeah. as a champion. Like, it's, you're not, you can't bomb for four people. Like, there's no. Would that instance. be really weird if you had, like, there's just four people, but they're like, yeah! <laughs> that would be more uncomfortable. I, I think, think. It, I think it might be. Kind of stoked. Because I do that show all the time, and it's really hit or miss. Like, some weeks, that room is, is pretty full, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun, and then other times, there's nobody, and it's still fun, which <laughs> is the reason I do it. That's yeah, not bad. You didn't have to, like, hand out flyers to get time on stage? Uh, I, I was offered that chance a few times, but mm-hmm. didn't take it. Most um, most of my knowledge of the world is mediated through various television shows. So yeah, that's, seen accurate, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's but. go further back now. Now, what were your inspirations growing up from a, uh, the Muppet Show? Muppet was a Show, big one, okay. and, and the, specifically the Steve Martin episode of mm-hmm. the Muppet Show because my grandparents had it on tape. Yeah, and so when I was over there and they were bored of me, <laughs> they're like, here, watch, just go watch, just this. watch Steve, Martin. and they would put on. They had that one. They had the the episode with the cast of Star Wars. Oh yeah, um, and they didn't have the Star Wars movies. They had the Ewok 
TV movies. Ugh. Which like are, the Christmas? Uh, no, no, not no, Star Wars Christmas. It was uh, <laughs> Caravan of Courage and then Battle for Endor, and oh, sh- they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're grossly underappreciated. Oh yeah, agree. Um, Better than Empire. Now that probably. Disney's talking about bringing back, uh, they're starting about they they just broke their deal with Netflix. They're mm-hmm. going to start their own streaming service. Yep. Which at first I was like, ah, I don't need another. Like I have all of them now. Like I don't need another separate thing. Like, yeah. Just let me watch. Disney movies on Netflix some mm-hmm. more, but I'm like, oh, if they add a bunch of like old obscure stuff from the franchises they yeah. have, like if I can watch, if I can stream Battle for Endor, and then I'll definitely get that. Then you'll, and then I you'll be fine. Before your daughter, so there's no way I'm not getting it. Yeah. when, when yeah. they launch it, like, you need I'll, to expose her yeah. to that. Exactly. I've never even heard of it. Uh, it's great. It's uh, it's Wicket, the little one with the hood mm-hmm. that. Leia finds uh, the one that Warwick, Warwick Davis played. The second one has Wilford Brimley uh, <laughs> no as just like this. How, did, how does he get in that suit? He never gets old, and he oh, never he's dies. Just, he's just Wilford Brimley oh, in a okay. cabin. He's got um, nobody got my. He's got like a little book. little buddy who runs real fast. Uh, I forget his name because um, I had them on tape, but then my tape broke, so I can't uh, watch them anymore. And, and you're not mixing this up with Fraggle Rock, right? No, okay. uh, my. I've watched a lot of Fraggle Rock. Okay. My wife and daughter both love it. Okay. Um, it's a little trippy. It's yeah. one of the catchiest uh, songs. Oh, yeah, it is. All TV is down, down in Fraggle Rock. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Can you, why don't you just play a little clip of it right now? Why don't you dance your cares away? <laughs> there you go. So, now you like it? Oh, yeah. yeah it's that's so the one. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really trying to come up with, knowing Wolf Brindley was in Battle for Endor, I was trying to come up with like a like a Battle for Endor the thing joke, like something about like Wolford Brindley wanting to come back inside like really bad, but I couldn't, I couldn't I, get there. I really, I know he did a lot of things, but I, I don't... I only know him from that movie and Quaker Oats commercial. Yeah, that's it. That's and diabetes commercial. And, yeah. and we all know the diabetes commercial. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I know he's a well-regarded actor and has done. He's had a, a long story. That was career. not his peak necessarily. Yeah, like Battle for, for Endor. For think, you, it was right. Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's, that's prime Brimley for yeah. me. Right, prime Brimley. <laughs> now, now, My heart hurts so bad. Right <laughs> so obviously, obviously, Muppet Show and all those things were a little yeah. earlier. Did that so, lead so, you into more Steve Martin? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's all-time favorite. For mm-hmm. sure. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, The Jerk was my. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I for my first favorite movie. I don't think go. I saw The Jerk until late in college or after it. Uh, it was one of those movies that was always on Sunday afternoons on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. And so I, when I saw the actual film that wasn't the TV version, it was like this whole uh, just joyous celebration. Like yeah. I didn't realize all the like jokes or snippets that had been cut. Yeah, it's great. I don't know why <laughs> I didn't watch it. I, my mom wouldn't let us watch a lot of weird stuff, so I don't know if she pre-screened it at <laughs> some point yeah. and then wouldn't let my dad show it to us. But I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. Oh, man. Um, that's tough. My, I, I, I was a little old to want to anyway, but we weren't allowed to watch Rugrats, uh, okay. the Nickelodeon show, mm-hmm. because- Is that racy? Uh, every episode, they break out of their playpen and have a little adventure, and my mom thinks that's setting a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they shouldn't be encouraging kids to break out of their playpens. Wow. I'm like, right, oh. but then they also have an adventure with a giant Godzilla monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, His hey. name's Reptar. I feel like if I don't say his name, you're going to get comments- Oh no! No one's listening. Oh, did you think? No, I don't. (laughs) Who would make such comments? No, nobody. Nerds. I'm just so used to nerds commenting on things (laughs) that I do. We wish we could get nerds. Weirdly, I was allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy, but not Rugrats. Wow, that's uh, weird. Somebody missed something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I I never questioned it. I 
Because that seems like a weird thing. When I realized it, was like, I didn't want to be like, hey, mom, why can I watch mm. Ren and Stimpy and not Rugrats when it's so much worse? That's good. That was a good cartoon. Now, what what kind of, <laughs> like, did you watch comedy television, like Saturday Night Live, SCTV? Uh, yeah, we got we got Comedy Central. I want, it was probably seventh or eighth grade, which mm. is like a great time for that to happen oh, sure. to, your, to, to a young boy's yes. cable package. Uh, and then after that, I started. I, I remember Kids in the Hall was on every day after school, so I'd either watch that or an A Team rerun. And then oh. <laughs> Comedy Central started showing uh, SNL. We would always watch SNL at, like sleepovers yeah. and stuff because it felt like such a cool adult thing to do when yep. you're ten to mm-hmm. stay up late. And we so, would you'd fall asleep twenty minutes in, but we would try. Yeah. Since, since it's the common question, is it true for you? Like you, whoever, what do they say? Your favorite SNL cast is the one when you were. Yeah, it was whenever teenager. you were 12 and started watching it. Yeah, yeah, so who was it for you? Who was then? Uh, it was Kevin Nealon, uh, Adam Sandler, those guys. Like Chris Farley. And yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what was, what was your favorite? Uh, well, it was probably the one before that was like the, the Dana Carvey, <laughs> yeah. Mike Myers, yeah, Phil might, Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Am I allowed to a- ask a topical question? Please do. Since we're on this topic? Yeah, please do. As a comedian, what do you make of... Tina Fey had that bit about sheet cake. Recently, I have I didn't oh, watch the it. sheet cake controversy. I watched which a I couldn't lot believe of comments. I couldn't believe it was a controversy. Yeah, like the comments were, I can't believe she thinks we're going to solve this by eating sheet cake. Yeah, and I'm like, what does this say about the cultural understanding of comedy? And so you're actually a comedian. Yeah, I wonder your view. Just have not I didn't seen watch it. the clip. I I watched a lot. I saw people replying to a lot of those comments, and I feel like just from what I've heard about it, I get the gist of the bit. Yeah, obviously she's not genuinely suggesting people stay home and eat she like that's it's it's just you must think the uh, absurdity of it should sell the joke like I don't I mean I mean my, my I I didn't watch the the bit but I did see the controversy my my I I, I it was only of, like four I, minutes by I, the way so you're not going to give true. up much of your day I sort of like I I I get what you're but but the people that are commenting. They obviously have have a point. Like I don't think they're missing the joke entirely. I think they have a point. But I but I don't, Liam, do you, do you have a you have a sense of? I don't think they do have a point. I I actually really do think that they do and they don't, and that there are two groups. We're describing them as one group. Okay, but there's two groups. One group legitimately just didn't get the joke, mm-hmm. and these are the same people who get offended all the time mm-hmm. and don't take a minute to like really think about it. Yeah, but there's actually a, I saw a much larger component of people who were like. Oh, I get the joke, but our thesis is that the thing that you're joking about is what you actually do. Uh, so these are people who specifically think Tina Fey is one of the major people who is guilty of not taking racial concerns seriously in her comedy. Mm-hmm. So they felt like this was an you're doing it would for them. It was like anyone you don't like. Like if you have a reason not to like something they do, and then they do a caricature where they're caricaturing the thing that you actually think they do in real life. Yeah. So to take the worst case scenario. Trump goes on TV and pretends to be stupid and thinks it's funny. And you're mm-hmm. like, no, you're actually stupid, though. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who I think started this, like, thing, they were kind of like, oh, we get that you're making fun of this thing, but that's kind of what we think you actually do, so it's, like, not that funny. Mm. Whereas I think there was a smaller group of people that I saw, and again, this is, we all control our own social media feeds, so maybe <laughs> this is a larger thing. Sure. The smaller thing I saw on my feed was one of the people who, like, they would say stuff, and I actually did watch it, and I'm like, no, that was clearly a joke. She's joking there. But the more salient critique was like, 
this is how we feel. Like the thing that you're caricaturing is like we think people are actually doing that people really are yeah, but I think... avoiding it and it doesn't that makes the joke less funny. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't mean like they think she's being serious. Yeah. They just didn't find it funny. Right, but I thought yeah. but that to me seemed like a miss I understood the joke differently. Like I took the joke to be like I can't believe this shit is happening in our world. I can't believe every day I wake up and the absurdity is just building all the time. Sure. And I feel like there's nothing I can do. And so I'm just going to double down and eat But that's cake. what was so offensive. The part where she says, I feel like there's nothing I can do. Yeah, but that's what everybody feels like. How is that offensive? No, lots yeah. of people don't feel like that. And in fact, a lot of people would say, if anyone can make first steps and hasn't, it's Tina Fey. She's a lot of power and, and attention. Right, but I think, that's, I think that's a little bullshitty. Like, you have power and attention, so you can fix this. Well, I don't think if anyone that thinks true, that she's yeah. going to solve it completely, but to to act like she has no effect on it is like, I think for some people, they were feeling like that attitude is why we're in this position. Yeah, but I, I think she's doing a lot, and that bit was just like one small thing of like, this is insane. It's not like she's sitting at home not I, doing I, anything. I mean, I don't particularly care about her one way or the other, but I think that's where the 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 outrage was coming from people who disagree with your view of what she does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for me personally, yeah, she's funny, whatever. I don't care. She can live. But <laughs> the the rage I saw was not people who didn't get the joke. It was people who were like, I think you are actually like this, that you are not doing the little bit you could do. So to make a joke about it rubs us the wrong way because for a certain group, especially people of color, they feel like those folks aren't doing things that they could do, even if those things are limited things. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't funny for them. Yeah, I think we, I think we said backlash a couple times, but that might be a little bit extreme. I saw the same thing. Like I saw a couple tweets where they're like, "I can't believe she's saying we should just stay home." She's not. And there, then, yeah. but then I did I, um, a British comedian that I follow, and she was talking about it because it's been a, a common criticism. Uh, right. for some people for a while of Tina Fey where there's a lack of diversity and stuff that she's been producing, which maybe uh, that's a separate argument. I but... mean, to be fair, these people, whatever she did, the folks who were didn't like it, who I saw, were probably not going to, you know, there was nothing yeah. she could have done that they would have been like, you know what, that Tina Fey really <laughs> right. turned me around. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Right. Like, I think it's complaints from people who already had an right. issue with it. Well, yeah. I, w- I was... Uh, I was just shocked because there was a somebody wrote a whole op-ed in the in the Washington Post, Ugh. which was entirely in that first category. Like they did not get, they got zero percent of the joke, and I almost thought it was the most subtle, dry, response joke. How dim-witted this thing was! Like they must like be they joking, trolling? right? They must be joking about how little they understand that this was a joke. This can't really be somebody taking pen to right. paper and writing this column. It's also super easy to start your criticism by saying, "Oh, I get the joke, but do you though?" <laughs> like that, I mean, that's you, also you also true. might not get it because yeah. like, not everybody gets all the jokes. Yeah, but I think and that's, that's fine. That's, you don't have to fair. like if a joke is bad or doesn't work. Uh, like I, the bit, I it's been described to me. I'm like, I, I sort of get it. It's fine. She's done better work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't I, I also don't understand when people get real worked up about Tina Fey anyway, but yeah, I but I didn't Tina get Fey's the feeling that everyone was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing like that second category is a legitimate one, but it's not clear to me that that's responding to her a sheet cake joke. It's just yeah. responding to right. Tina Fey as a she, person in the world. She did a thing that's getting attention, so I'm going to try to jump on that attention yeah. with this might be yeah. I mean, cuz I my cuz I saw that legitimate complaint. Yeah, I saw that second kind of critique and there's something there's something legit there. Like earlier, like whatever, 3 minutes ago when I was sure, trying to sure, call sure, bullshit. Sure, sure. It wasn't that that's not a valid critique, 
But I wasn't. It wasn't clear to me how that was matched up with. I've got a four minute joke about sheet cake because this is an insane week. Right. Glenn, how do you feel about sheet cake? <laughs> I, I don't like it. You don't like sheet cake? If she had been oh, talking about nice. pudding, would we be having a different conversation? Who who knows? I, I feel like she'd be stepping on a Jeff Garland bit. <laughs> oh, pretty close. Oh, man. That, that man loves pudding. That's yeah. true. Big um, big pudding would be. Yeah, I don't. I Every year for my birthday, my mother would make me uh, a giant Rice Krispie treat. Oh. I, I don't really care for cake. You don't care for cake? I don't like an hate it. I just, I'm not. What like what is it about cake that you don't like? I don't know. It's just bread with sugar in it. Have you <laughs> maybe you've not had good cake before. Have, Nor, you, have you tried ice cream cake? Hey, Nor yeah, has but that's he ice seen. cream. Ice cream is great. I, you can't you Hold can't on. have someone yeah. say they don't like cake and then jump yeah, what to about, ice cream cake. What about this thing that's not even made of cake? Do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about this whole well, other I don't I, I don't really like corn. Well, how do you feel about candy corn? Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that seems legitimate to me. <laughs> Instead of sheet cake or comedy or origins in the Lehigh Valley, can I ask about music? Mm. Oh, okay. Sure. Please Hell do. Hell of a transition. It's really good. Glenn, there's a question I'd like to ask guests because it helps me find new music. They dispute whether this is three questions or one question with three parts. Doesn't matter. Don't mm. even need to say it. I'm curious about your favorite music at the ages of 10, 20, and 30. So we can start with at age 10, what was your favorite music? At age 10, I genuinely don't think I had any. I would listen to whatever my parents put on in the car when we would go places. Mm -hmm. So a lot of stuff from the 50s and 60s that my dad liked. Mm -hmm. Whatever uh, Oldies 99 would play, the the local oldie station, mm -hmm. just whatever was on there. Now, Muppet um, Show had a lot of musical guests. Yeah, I that... John Denver was on there a lot, I remember. He's great. Yeah, Stuff from Karen probably... Carpenter, maybe? Muppet Shows in Sesame Street. Like, we had a turntable, and we had, like, the little kid records. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, some Sesame Street albums. Nice. I mean, 10, I feel like I probably wasn't still listening to Sesame Street stuff, but I don't think I really got that much into music until yeah. later. And well, even then, I'm, I'm not a big music guy now. Well, yeah, well, that's that's part of the interest in asking is I don't think anybody self anything anybody's going out to get the music they love at 10. So almost all the answers when we ask I are think I had, whatever their parents were listening to. That first Sheryl Crow album I listened to a lot. There you go. When I was 10. That's good. That's a good answer. Tuesday Night Music Club. I had that on cassette. And she's good. It was good. I still like it. Yeah. Uh, I found it on Amazon Music a couple weeks ago and put it on. I'm like, you know what? Holds up. Good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> job, Sheryl Crow. <laughs> good job, Sheryl. Uh, well, now, what, what about at 20? Uh, 20 and 30 is going to be the same answer. Okay. Uh, is Harvey Danger. It's my favorite band of all time. Mm. Um, Did you find them at 20? Uh, no. Um, would have found them in high school. Or no, I think I, 7th or 8th grade, when everybody found them, because mm -hmm. they had a song in the movie Disturbing Behavior, mm. which, and then it got a lot of radio play, and then that, uh, made them well known. They're not together anymore, but they'd fallen off quickly. Where are they, where are they from? Uh, Seattle. Harvey Danger. Yeah. What kind of music is that? I don't even know. Uh, the song that everybody knows is Flagpole Sitta. How does that go again? I uh, remember, like, as soon I'm as you said gonna... it, I'm like, there's a video, and I, I remember when it yeah. came out. Um, hey, Liam, is this finally a band that you don't know? Yeah, yeah. I was Singing expecting Liam to publicly know. publicly is my biggest fear in life, so no, I'm not going to do it, but... Uh, we'll, 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 we'll play yeah. a clip. We'll play a clip it's, right it's here. It's one of the songs where when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait a second. Play a clip. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah, but it was a while before they put out another album, and I didn't really follow music very closely. So I had the first one, which mm-hmm. is called uh, Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone, which they put out a vinyl release of for mm. your turntable. All right. There uh, you go. Two years ago, I think. And so, yeah. so now when you're like on the road and you're driving and yeah. stuff like that, is that is that what's playing? Uh, no. Oh. Usually if I'm driving any real distance, I'll put on podcasts oh, or, okay. uh, or get an audio book. Okay. Um, I have, if I'm going to shows, because as you, if you can tell, I'm very low energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I, I feel like I have to get excited. So I, I have a playlist, uh, some of like flagpole sitters on it, um, some of their other stuff. Um, but it's also a lot of, uh, Mr. Be the Gentleman Rhymer. He's a, a rapper from, I think Brighton, England. I forget. I'm sorry. That's Mr. okay. B. If he's listening. Yeah. Uh, he, just, if I, if I post Just tweet at us. Yeah. Let yeah. us know where you're from. I feel like if I, if I post, he'll probably give a listen or if i tell him he gets a mention yeah yeah but he raps about being polite and wearing tweed and, and stuff <laughs> and it's this is not part of the question because i think i think we're we've answered that but what kind of what podcast beside present company excluded what podcasts are you listening to a lot of stuff on the maximum fun network mm-hmm. judge on hodgman uh, who, who's that what yeah jordan jesse go uh which is the show that 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 hodgman's show started it was a it was a bit they did on that and mm-hmm. then I think some of the NPR ones, mm-hmm. also to like There's American Life, um, the one that they just started doing every morning. Uh, it's like a 10 minute news of the day thing. No, oh, okay. I usually listen to that in the shower. You got you got a waterproof speaker? Yeah, my phone. That's amazing. What's well, amazing? Wow. Throw that. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. water resistant. I'm not gonna like put it in a <laughs> tub, but okay. I'll, I have that little rack in my shower. It sits up there. It's you know, they make wet. waterproof speakers for your shower. I know. Yeah. I know. It just seems the like we're, an amazing we're, place we're living in the future. I mean, I don't have one. Yeah. Like some rich people yeah. get. But yeah. It, also, my bathroom's real small. I could just put it on my Oh, there you go. And listen. They have you, suction cups you can yeah. put the speaker on. Do you yeah. go, since it's, do you go to Max Fun Con East? Uh, I'm going for the first time next month. And where is that? It's uh, in the Pocono yeah, somewhere. Pocono right? I was seriously thinking about it. Now, now, what did they do at, at such a uh, festival conference? Let's, let's ask our guest. Uh, I don't know because I haven't gone to one. <laughs> um, I, I have friends who have, uh, and I, I talked to Hodgman about it. Is he, he going? He's not. Um, that's what we were talking about because I think he's still going to be in Maine. Um, Vacation land. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, musicians and comedians and then fans of this podcast network. Uh, I'll mm. go to a place and hang out for a weekend. There's uh, classes and stuff you can do. Um, the, a friend of mine who runs there's a, a Maximum Fun fan group in New York that my friend Jeremy Frank runs so he's teaching a class on like starting a, a community group hmm. um, ostensibly about how he did the Max Fun New York group but hmm. you could probably apply it to anything could he teach us how to do a VBB community group yeah I mean step one have a get community. a lot more people mm-hmm. and then get them all <laughs> perfect together. we cannot perfect. meet that first <laughs> criteria yeah. Let's skip to step two. Podcasts are a lot of fun to listen to, but it's usually like a solitary right. occupation. That's why right? I feel like this strange relationship has come up on our show a lot. But like my first two podcasts were Doug Loves Movies, which at the time was I Love Movies with mm-hmm. Doug Benson and Jordan Jesse Go, which must have been now like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so you have like this eight or nine year relationship listening to people talk about stuff that I've never met. Yeah, they started... Podcast started when I was in college. YouTube also launched, I think, when I was in college. Mm-hmm. But 2005. Uh, this is no coincidence. Yeah, so many things launched my, while you were in college. I think I, if I was a year or two younger, I could have taken advantage of a lot mm-hmm. of them. 
because my film professors were all like, oh, don't bother putting your stuff on YouTube. Like, you can host your own website and put it there, and then you get the traffic. But, uh, yeah. Friendster. Yeah, as opposed <laughs> to what you should do is just <laughs> throw stuff up on YouTube. Can't believe you just made not. a Friendster joke. Yeah. I signed up for Facebook when uh, our college got added to Facebook, <laughs> like before it was open yep. to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as I signed up for it last year. Yeah. Hmm. Just in like, 2016. Oh, can... yeah. I was going to say, you're not on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yes. Yeah. I forget what year it's it was. not under his name. I, it was probably my <laughs> junior or one of my senior years. I think uh, I probably joined around One of your senior time. years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stuck around extra because uh, none of my credits from Seton Hall transferred. I was a contract major because they didn't have a film major, mm-hmm. uh, but they had all the classes. So every semester I had to meet with the dean, and we would like basically design a, a film major with classes that already existed. Yeah. And in one of those meetings, it's like, oh, you know what I just realized? If you wait a year to put your graduation application in, you won't walk with your class, and you'll have to wait a year to get your degree, but you won't have to take these. It was three or four classes that I was saving to the mm-hmm. end because I didn't want to take them. Is it is Rampo a nice campus? <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I loved it there. Yeah. I hated Seton Hall. Rampo's the, a delight. Did you ever interact with Lafayette in, in your youth? Uh, it up? was the first college I ruled out. Uh, attending <laughs> only because only because of proximity. Like, uh, yeah. It's five minutes from my house. So I was like, well, not there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need more notice if my parents are gonna <laughs> just drop That's by. That's fair. So it's yeah. not the college itself. It's just no. If Lafayette picked up, move somewhere else, you might consider it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't five minutes away from my house, then yeah. Like I have a couple of friends who went here and they <laughs> really liked it. Um, I met Neil deGrasse Tyson here a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. He came to uh, do a, a talk at yeah, uh, Colton do it. Acting like you don't remember one of the lost episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good old Neil. Either nine or ten. We yeah. don't remember. We were recording, and then an ice sheet hit the recording studio. That's terrible. We lost everything. And then it yeah. melted. Yep. We heated it up. Mm-hmm. We have a quiz for you, Glenn. Sure. I know mm. things. Is well, it about we're, snow monkeys? We're renowned for the quality of our quizzes. Yes. As Simon and I were talking uh, upwards of seven minutes before we got to the studio, what quiz can we do today? Mm-hmm. So it's well planned. Yes. These are our real or not quizzes. So we'll ask okay. you a series of things and Simon will answer, Liam will answer, and then you can answer mm-hmm. if these are real things or not. Okay. It seems very So reasonable. I get to use you guys... Yeah, for, I can mind you can, you for you information. You can read our responses. I know all the test-taking tips. Yep, you can read. Well, that. and you should have the advantage <clears throat> in the quiz. It's, That's how are these are these real comedians or not? Mm. Are these oh, real yeah. comedy troops, real comedy teams, real mm. comedy things? Um, it was going to. I already don't trust this. Yeah, if it's improv sketch names, uh, I don't know. I made uh, for the Humor Weekly. I did a post where I just listed a bunch of improv team names that mm-hmm. people could use. I wish I had found that. I just would have used those. That's and you true. You would have gotten yeah. all of these, right? I'm pretty unfamiliar. I don't know. Like when you're making that up, is that is that pun related? Is that... A lot of them are pun related. Okay. Um, Whenever I think of names, be. I think yeah. of pun pun related things. I feel like probably ten years ago, uh, pun based improv names were. More what the, is the more, more the thing now? It's just two now? words that don't have anything to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friends were in a group uh, called Cat Sweaters. Um, <laughs> That's not on here. That that definitely those are related things. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could get a sweater for a cat, um, or you can make a sweater out of a cat. So the first one is the test one, just to make, make sure Brock the mics work. Real happy. <laughs> uh, the first one, carrot top. Carrot top. Just I like him to be confident. That, that is that is not his born. With I know, but name. is his comedy name? 
but I think we're is, going with comedy yeah, names. You're just, comedy you name. just say yes. He has red hair. He has a carrot top. Liam yes. sure. says yes, and yeah. then Glenn says yeah, yes. Yeah, obviously. Um, now you understand the difficulty of the I quiz. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, just I, I don't like it when comedians use stage names. Mm. Oh. Take that, because take that because do you know why? Because your name, yeah, people might think it's a stage name. That's exactly not a why. stage name because everyone Real assumes uh, my last name is not really Tickle, and but, it makes my life harder. So if comics didn't use stage names, no one would think that. Exactly. Yep. I think so you I should point. stop calling myself Velocicraptor on stage. That's pro- <laughs> That's almost definitely an improv team name. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. But is Bell Biv Divorce an improv team? Bell Biv Divorce. I don't, uh, I'm going to say no. I mean, that's a good name, but I don't think it, uh, what does it have to do with improv? Yeah, I'm going to say no. But you also have to be thinking, would I make that up? Like, what am I doing spending my time coming up I with I think it? you might have made that up. Liam, what do you think? I mean, I think the girl was poisoned. I'm going to go with yes. Ooh. I'm going to say yes, too, because you mentioned improv team name generators online and knowing what I know about how computers work, <laughs> they can't generate that kind of dumb pun. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is yes. Uh-huh. I can't tell you much about them, okay. which is true of all of our not. quizzes. I yes. don't have any background information. Divorce. But I thought that was a great name, Belvive uh-huh. Divorce. Okay. Um, according to one site, it's one of the 20 greatest names. Oh. oh. Well, well. All right. Now, is this real comedian or not? Neil Hamburger. Neil Hamburger. Uh... I'm going to say no. He doesn't. doesn't Are you going to say no? Well, say no? I don't know. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to pretend? I'm not a good actor, but. Um, yeah, say no. D- nobody knows that we already answered this and lost I know, it. But, but Glenn and Liam do. I and won't judge you for being a liar, you okay. filthy liar. Yeah, you can okay. lie to listeners. I don't care about yeah. those Do you want people. me to warble your voice? Yeah. I can do some I don't kind even of like these people. Uh, okay, okay, let's try that again. I have nothing but disdain for your listeners, so go ahead and lie. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. get. We have like Tina Fey level tweets, but like I don't, I didn't like Glenn's joke about not, not respecting us as people <laughs> or whatever he said yeah. a minute ago, and right. I genuinely can't mm. remember it. Look, uh, you Simon. have a gimmick, and you got to keep it up. Okay, what do you think, Liam? I am good to go with yes, yes, he is real. Mm. You're so certain. <laughs> uh, I think we both uh, yes and no because it's a it's a character. Uh, played by Greg Turkington. So does the character, if it's a character name, is it the huh. same level of offensive like Carrot Top where they're using the stage name? Because the Neil Hamburger... No, maybe a little bit. But I like but at least you know Neil Hamburger more than I like Carrot Top. What is so. his What is his shtick? What is the character? Uh, I actually don't know his material. He's like a parody of uh, like a lounge comedian from the probably 60s or 70s. Like he wears a, a tuxedo... So I was going to ask, but I guess we can skip the uh, Missy Flank steak. Missy Flank steak? No. I'm going to say no to that. <laughs> I'm going to go with no as well. Yeah. That's a no, but would be a great uh, drag name for a Neil uh, Hamburger. Well, right. Neil performer. Hamburger, if you're listening. <laughs> right. Uh, how about Albert Einstein? Albert Einstein. It's uh, <laughs> uh, getting shushed immediately. Yahoo Serious. Played a young Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good answer. Yeah, yeah. Not at all correct. Uh, no. Whoa. Yes. I'm going to go with no just to disagree for the sake okay. of the show. Yes. Uh, I know it's yes. I'm trying to. Uh, I, I know. I know the. I know what you're looking for. His uh, brother is Bob Einstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, he uh, changed Albert his name. Brooks. Uh, Albert Brooks. I was. I couldn't remember if it was him <laughs> or. Uh, oh no, because yeah, Bob Einstein is Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. Uh, but Albert Brooks, his real last name is Einstein. Yep. Or original, because like... if you change it, it's still real. <laughs> I just. That's a good time to. Uh, 
use a stage name, I think. If you also just have <laughs> yeah, the name of the most famous scientist ever, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. You could use that as a crutch for a bunch of bits, I suppose. Yeah. But what percentage? That's what I do with mine. <laughs> I was going to say, is this like a Mike Bolton situation? Oh, yeah. yeah. What a, what's the wager on percentage of uh, listeners who didn't know that Albert Brooks was born Albert Einstein? Uh, percentage of listeners? I mean, okay. we have a pretty small sample pool. We've 50, established 50, that. 50. Yeah. I was, we got about 10 listeners. So and five. The th- four of us, no. I'm going to say 60% didn't know. All right. Well, they can, we'll do an online survey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's going to lie and say yes. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, they can answer the next one about Leo the Card Zillard. Leo the Card Zillard. Leo the Card Zillard. I'm going to say no. I've never heard of him. I'm going to go with yes, only because I'm doubtful you could make that name up. Mm. I, I'm not familiar. If it's, if it's yes, I don't, I'm not familiar with their work, but that's too good of a name. Uh, to not exist in the world. So you're going to say yes? I'm going to say yes. No, he was one of the physicists who worked <laughs> with Einstein. Aha! <laughs> on encouraging America to build the bomb. Was he Was he at Leo all? He was at, he, oh, but he wasn't called the card. That's your own little bit of editorial. <laughs> right. Not only, not, not only was he not a comedian, but he was also not called the card. Was he funny? Enough? I mean, he is now. Yeah, <laughs> I, is now. I, I, feel, I feel tricked. Yeah. <laughs> there were two levels of deception. Yeah, well, welcome to Ben's quiz. <laughs> is that... Uh, is that Jeffrey Rush Einstein show done? Can we add him in? <laughs> oh, season yeah, two. that was a thing, wasn't it? Season yeah. two, we'll have the card make an appearance. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Can you get a writing uh, <laughs> I'll job see what I, I'll see what I can do. I just found out on Friday that I got a writing job, but I don't know any of the details about the writing job. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. They, uh, we think. Yeah, they had me write uh, like sample advice questions as for, in my packet for submitting for it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's what they want me to do. <laughs> Could be job. anything. They're like, oh, yeah, you you got it, but we'll email you soon to let you know more. I'm like, I don't know anything. That's pretty good. What yeah. if you found out you're suddenly the head writer on some like big show? You know what I mean? Like you thought like, oh, I'm just getting a job. Yeah. They're, they're like, rebooting well, they're, your, your show Your packet shows. was good. You're in charge now. Mm-hmm. Have I fun. I want that kind of responsibility. Well, now I just gave you some something. That's to worry what about. I liked about a lot of my internet writing jobs is the uh, just total lack of being responsible for anything. It's kind of like um, the show. The worst day writing for the internet can only go so bad. That's true. Like basically, the worst thing that happens is uh, Firefly nerds yell at you. Uh, oh that yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah, they're, I, it's, they're it's pretty not, intense. It's not a good show. Um, <laughs> it, did, it deserves to get canceled. What? And, how much uh, do you, I don't agree with that? How much at all. Ri- how much writing do you do at hum- the Humor Weekly? The whole point of starting it was after I left Laughing Squid to still have a thing to do every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, so for the first couple of months, I didn't have anything else to do, so I would just do that. And then now I have like a fair amount. Of did stuff anybody to also do? Did anybody write you to say that it was misspelled? No, uh, a lot of people. The people who didn't like sheet cake. Yeah, a lot of people commented. I think it was like the second or third post with the title was like, ah, oh, damn, I screwed up. I meant weekly. <laughs> and the number of people who thought that was genuine <laughs> was not zero. I've like, already bought the domain name. Yeah. How do I That was like the, undo. it was a short post. But it was like, oh man, I can't believe I screwed up this bad. I, I made the logo and everything. <laughs> and one of my best friends who's not a, a dum-dum was like, I, I thought you really screwed it up. It's like, no. All right, I got another one. Yeah. Remember, we're in the middle of a quiz. Yes. Butterbeans and Susie. Butterbeans and Susie. Butterbean. Butterbean was a, a boxer, 
a super heavyweight boxer. I'm going to say no. It's also a type of bean. <laughs> That's a, it's also a type of, yes, type of bean first. Number one, type of bean. Number two, super heavyweight boxer. Go ahead. I'm going to go with yes. I, it sounds like a thing from a comic strip, not a real human. It's a yes. Hmm. Uh, well, like one of those 50s comedy duos. Okay. Probably Borscht Belt. Maybe the vestiges of old vaudeville. Don't pretend like you have any idea. I do have an idea. Oh, you did. You did research it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. I looked it up. Oh. They had a lot of uh, marital jokes. Oh, it was like sure. a married couple. Like, look how funny we are picking on each other. Did Did he go into boxing after that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that much hmm. detail. Interesting. <laughs> uh, how about uh, peaches on regalia? Peaches on regalia. Now that sounds like maybe a description of the uh, graduation dress at like a Georgia school. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. Glenn, it's all up to you. Uh, I don't want it to be un- unanimous. I'll say yes. It's an improv team name. I'm sorry. It's not, but it is one of my favorite Frank Zappa songs. Oh. Which was playing when I was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's not a particularly funny name. Uh, I got one more. You want to do one more? Yeah. Uh, Sammy Davis Sr., Sammy Davis Sr. Huh. Now, if it's actually the Sammy Davis Sr., he probably would have died long ago. Does that mean, how does that factor into whether he was a real comedian or I'm not? Just, I'm just trying to... to You're to stalling? St- stalling. Uh, what I guess, kind, what uh, kind of rationalization could you be doing? Uh, yeah, there's no rationalization. I'm going to say no. I think I'm going to say no as well. I'll say yeah, because Sammy Davis Jr. clearly had... There was a senior out there. It, it was true. He he was born of a of a father who was an entertainer. No way. And did comedian work. Well, wouldn't it just been Sammy Davis? It was Sammy Davis Senior. Okay. And then Sammy Davis Junior. I don't. I actually didn't check if it was in the what were they called the Chitlin Circuit mm-hmm. of the early century. There was you know you had the Borscht Belt. Yeah. There was vaudeville Chitlin Circuit. Yeah. I did not for Where's Glenn's benefit. I did not ask Ichabod Scratch. Oops. I was going to do a whole like thing of. Synonyms for tickle. Uh, I was like, that's just a synonym. According to Microsoft, I was like, they didn't. I didn't do that because they had. They didn't have good ones. I mean, I guess that could be an outcome if you like yeah. don't clip your nails. It was like Radcliffe irritate. Radcliffe irritate. Uh, <laughs> they just. They, it didn't go anywhere. They were no. Uh, as if this went anywhere. But yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is is, are there any synonyms for tickle? I, I guess you have to ask. It's, it's like there's nothing that rhymes with orange. <laughs> yeah. There's no synonyms. For I mean, tickle. it's a, a specific. Thing it's to touch a body part lightly so to excite the nerve endings, causing laughter and easiness or spasmodic movements. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's not reading that, folks. That's right out of his brain. And, uh, I looked it up, uh, and I just I, I I forget. I was probably like nine or ten uh, when that because that's when people started questioning me about my name instead of just my parents. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, no, it's real. It's a word. <laughs> Leave me alone. What about your grandparents? When did this tickle start? Um, Is it like Tikostovich? No, it's. Uh, uh, my dad tried doing like the Ancestry.com thing a few years ago mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't think he a version of our name which is just Tickle we just don't know if we're related to the same ones there's a place in England called Tick Hill oh. uh, and people from there just it got run together as Tickle that sounds promising uh, it's also just get all, like that's not a good hill to be on I did Lyme disease probably <laughs> yeah, I would think yeah. oh, it's amazing it's amazing what if they moved here long. and settled in Lyme Connecticut it was them uh, I don't know why they would do that well I'm just trying to fill out the Lyme disease yeah, yeah. Tickle. but yeah there's uh, there's a lot of tickles in, in England there's some down in uh, South Carolina there's two other Glen Tickles that I know of oh, oh. why 
one of them is in a band in Virginia, and then the other one is like an investment banker or something <laughs> in Australia. Wow. Uh, I used to host a talk show at Steel Sacks, and I tried to get them on as guests. Oh, that would be cool. The one in the band's like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. We'll, like, we'll, we'll Skype him in. And then when we did it, he just didn't pick up. Oh. And then the <laughs> Australian Glenn Tickle just had no interest. He's like, no, I don't know why you're – I don't care that we have the same name. Wow. What a jerk. He there... wasn't quite that rude about it, but he's clearly not interested. Simon has a question too. I do. Now, this is a weird question because you're not like a regular – you've told us not a regular like Monday to Friday type of person. But – He's maybe, gonna ask anyways. Yeah, go back to your maybe school days. Sure. Uh, were you a? Uh, did you prefer Friday or Sunday? You have to choose one of the two. Choose one of the two. I don't know that I prefer it. I, I was definitely the kind of kid who like, as summer vacation was coming up and everyone's getting excited, I would just be like, yeah, but God, we gotta go back. Like, don't, don't get excited. Like, yeah. so probably Sunday. Yeah. I would prefer. Now definitely Sunday. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, like, in school, probably, yeah, probably Sunday, because I didn't have school. So even though I hated school until college, yeah, Friday you still have, like, it's the last day of the the working week for most people, but it's still a day you have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the crucial part is the follow-up here. Oh, yeah. What do you think about black licorice? It's great. That, all right. It's the best. Thank you. Perfect. Best licorice. We found that Sunday people like black licorice. And Friday, Friday people, people don't. It's so. an interesting Venn diagram you're well, assembling for yourself. It's, <laughs> hey, it's science. It's science. nothing uh, we can do about yeah, it. Yeah, no, we've it's, published. Yeah. It's great. Are we? Are we good? I think we're good. Okay, Glenn Tickle, thank you so much for being. Now you have things to plug. So you have an album that I came do. out last year. Yeah, it's called uh, Yes Really. It's called Yes Really. Okay, well, that's the most common response mm-hmm. uh, when people ask me if my name is real. Mm-hmm. And where um, where can people find that? Let's go to glentickle.bandcamp because that. Uh, then I get the most money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, where else can they follow you and uh, all all your all your musings? If you want to see weird jokes and me complaining about the president, Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and that's just at Glenn Tickle. Yeah. Okay. Glenntickle dot com is mostly just links to the things I've already said, and uh, YouTube. I put weird stuff on sometimes. Okay. Um, I have a cooking show with my my four year old daughter that we just shot another episode of. Nice. Um, we started it when she was two. We did I think five episodes, and then every time I would go to cook, I'd be like, "Amelia, you want to do another episode?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> so for a year and a half, we've been on hiatus just because she didn't want to do it. And yeah. then about two weeks ago, she's like, "Why don't we do more episodes?" Yeah. Because you can't make a three year old do a cooking show with you. Not Otherwise, with that you're just going to be screaming <laughs> the whole time, and it's not fun for anybody. Well, thanks very much for being on. Thanks uh, to Liam for producing the show. They, you can find everything about you at cinepunks.com. What if they wanted to follow us? Oh, yeah, they can yeah. follow us. Remember Ooh. the show that you're That's on? That's right. At some later date and on Twitter. I wonder why nobody listens. On Twitter? On Twitter, at some later date. And uh, on Facebook, I guess? Um, why, do, why do you guess? Why what do if you they still wanna, know What it? if they want to email you? Oh, they can email us at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. Here we go. Yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> headphones off? Headphones off. The other thing I use Twitter for is I try to make use of their polls feature to settle arguments with people. Cake versus pie. Could I ask you to uh, ask a question on our behalf? Sure. Will people accept that storage and porridge rhyme with orange? No. I mean, they're going to say no. No. They don't. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess we've settled that. As like a, I'll do it. I think you'll be surprised by how many people are enlightened. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, they don't though. Like, and, and, you and also, I, there's a there's a great stuff you should know episode about accents where they were talking about how if there's a sound that's not really in your native language, it's harder for you to make. Like they were talking specifically about Japanese people trying to learn English where L's are hard for them just because they don't yeah. grow up making that sound. Mm-hmm. Is that the problem? Like you just. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> with the people who are of uh, of equally enlightened mind as me, we talk a lot about how long we have to wait for you all to catch up. Orage and storage. Rhyme and, with orange. And just for our listeners. Can you you got to hear that N sound in there, though, <laughs> right? Like your mouth is a different shape. <laughs> this is the... I don't listen to Eminem music, but he apparently rhymes orange in something, uh, and they said that's a it's a good uh, example of something rhyming with orange. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't remember the example. It was probably storage. 